0: Circle, produced by Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. This is Tribal Sovereignty. It's our children's future. It's what our ancestors and our elders fought for. It's what we continue to fight for today, so that our people may live. This is the Circle, brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center. I am Ray Roland, your Community Engagement Coordinator, along with our Communications Director, Brandon Ekafee. And again, bringing you all the latest information, updates, and news from the Oyate Health Center and the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. Uh, so we got a lot of information that we're going to go over this week. Um, so a lot of you have heard that we're, you know, going through an assumption. Uh, IHS is going to be no longer in Rapid City. OHC will be taking over the, the Rapid City service unit there. Also, we'll be going through uh, some PRC, some purchase referred care uh, we have a map that we're getting out to the public that we want to kind of go over just to kind of give you an update or review on purchase referred care. That's the way uh, you get your referrals paid when you have to get care outside of the facility. So if there's something that we can't offer at OHC, um, you would be referred out. And this is how it gets paid. Um, and then we're going to kind of address some health board rumors. Just kind of go over those things and, and kind of squash some rumors and Uh, misconceptions that are out there. Brandon, anything new going on in the health board world right now?
1: I bet everyone at home probably seen the new commercial during the NFL playoffs. That's kind of cool. I was watching the games the last two weekends and see your voice or hear your voice come up on TV, little stats about vaccinations and the importance of getting your booster. I think the Probably a lot of people at home, a lot of people in Pioneer Edge. Anywhere else, I guess. Where, where else is that commercial cover? Ro- uh, Rosebud, Eagle Butte. It's
0: more West River Market.
1: Rapid City. So uh, if you, anybody, you're you watching playoffs, I know the only time I really watch regular TV you know, is during NFL playoffs. So it's the only time I get to see commercials. And it was pretty cool to see the health board, Oyate House, in her vaccination commercial. Create in-house. Shout out to... I guess a little out of house help with Kyle Mastith done at Ground Control, again, providing us with some content. But, you yeah, know,
0: Edwards as well that, that works with us here.
1: Yeah, it was a team effort for you guys to create that. But for me, you know, it's just neat seeing a, a native org out commercial on during NFL playoffs. Because, you know, you're used to seeing like the Budweiser's, the, I don't know, Tide commercial, you know, all the, the big name brands. And then all of a sudden there's some native orgs representing. So it was pretty cool, you know, but get your boosters, get your shots, a lot safer out there. Um, We're still seeing a lot of people, you know, most of the people, vast majority of the 90 some percent of people sitting in the hospital right now are unvaccinated folks. So, you know, you still might catch, you know, there's a chance you still catch Omicron, um, still catch COVID, but, you know, if you're boosted and, you know, you have your vaccines, you know, you're probably most likely not going to die from it. And, you know, we're at a point now where you want to save as many lives as we can. But you also, you know, social distance, wear your masks. You know, we don't know what the long-term effects of COVID are. It's still a scary thing out there. I get pretty nervous still with COVID. Right? Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of people got it. You know, some people had it worse than others. But like when I go into the store, or, you know, anywhere where there's kind of like a condensed number of people, you know, I throw that mask on. You know, I wasn't as diligent on my mask. But it seems like today, you know, Rapid City, not too many people care. Besides the natives, you go somewhere, it's all the natives have their masks on. You know, shout out to the people for doing that. But it's scary out there still with COVID. But I guess, you know, it's something we're going to live with for at least probably another year. It's probably always going to be present. But hopefully, you know, it settles in, uh, turns into a strain that's more resembling of the common cold. People end up, you know, not needing serious or having complications from it almost through this people
0: and uh stock shows going on so if, if you're a relative and you're up in the area and you're feeling a little sick and, and want to get tested go up and see the the folks up at ohc i uh, could give them a call at uh 342 why can't i remember the number Three four two twenty 2500 2500
1: excuse me because you know to get tested up there right now you still need to be symptomatic to get tested you know there was a what's strange is you know we're we're a couple of years into this pandemic but there's still national and global shortages on you know sometimes on testing um, i've also heard on saline um like the saline that goes in ivs that there's some some shortages on that so you know at the Ate health center you know you got to be in an enrolled tribal citizen or eligible for ihs care to get tested right now and you got to be symptomatic so you know, if you're not symptomatic you know you, you probably don't need to be getting tested um, but you know, if you are symptomatic showing signs of, of COVID, you know, be sure always play it safe, get in and get checked out, you know, early intervention, probably going to save your life. But you know, those home tests too, you know, if you get a home test, um, you can get them for free still, um, you send off for them. Um, I've seen them sold in stores now too. Um, those are good to keep on hand. Um, whenever you test positive on one of those tests, you don't need to go in and get tested again. You can report it but, you know, they'll seem to be pretty accurate for especially the more symptomatic you are. If you're really symptomatic and you use an at-home test, that'll most likely catch it from what I'm hearing um, from the Epi Department and from the CDC. So, you know, you some, there's some options out there. But, yeah, so coming up in the the 26th, you know, Indian Health Service is going to formally leave the campus. Um some confusion on that. You know, when you 638, you know, IHS isn't off the hook, not at all, you know, because IHS still funds the, the health program I and, mean, you know, still provides the same resources that would have went to the service unit, except now, you know, instead of going to Aberdeen or Washington, D.C. to get policy changes or hold people accountable or, you know, have a say in what your health care looks like, those decisions are made locally. You know, the three tribes, uh, Cheyenne River... Rosebud, O'Gala Sioux Tribe came together, you know, have decided that they want to pursue 638 contract for the Rapid City Service Unit, and they've asked the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board to manage it on their behalf. You know, and one of the questions, you know, we always get the question, well, why, you know, why didn't the tribes directly do it themselves, or, you know, what's the, the point of the health board being involved and, you know, the simple question, there, there's, a, there's a few kind of simple answers to that. The health board has the staff and the capacity and the financial history, positive financial history, to be able to manage a contract of this size. Um, it has all the plug-ins to be able to recruit talent and has a lot of know-how on how to manage a facility, manage a healthcare facility. But the other reason why the tribes wanted to find a third party to do it is so local politics... Um, you know some of the things that we see play out sometimes in tribal government. Some of the negative things that can derail projects or initiatives, that that's removed from it. You know, the tribes don't provide direct management. They don't make decisions on who's hired, who's fired, things like that. So you know, trusting a third party to do that type of thing really removes some of the political gamesmanship that that can hurt programs sometimes. So you know, health boards a, a neutral third party who's managing the facility on the tribe's behalf. And, you know, in the last couple of years, we've seen all kinds of good things happen, seen a great expansion of of behavioral health at the Yachty Health Center, increase in providers, you know, quicker turnarounds on referrals. um, You know, all kinds of things. I think staff, I saw a number the other day, it's up to like 300 staff members, you know, makes the health board and Health Center, one of the largest employers of tribal citizens in Rapid City, and that's going to continue to grow, so you know, it trickles down, makes a big impact on our little communities, economic development, you know, on what makes it into people's homes, you know, a lot of cool things happening, just seeing the tribes and a tribal organization partner together to show the rest of the world, you know, we are capable of managing our own institutions, you know, despite what the feds have said forever, despite what the state says, you know, we have a lot of know-how in our communities and a lot of experts who who have disabilities and and we're proving that 638 works you know mm-hmm. despite the rumors despite you know what people like to post on social media we're seeing revenue come in that's expanding services seeing more patients you know very minimal wait times when you come to the loyate health center and then when we get into the new building um, looking at a massive expansion of dental capacity um what is the um physical therapy you know they have like 8,000 or 10,000 square feet of physical therapy space. It's going to have all the state-of-the-art equipment, you know, so a lot of people who, who, when we get referred out or, you know, something that get a referral denied for something like that, all that stuff's going to take place on campus. So it's going to be exciting.
0: Now, just kind of going back a, a little bit too, I think it's important that we kind of touch base on now and again, is those funds that we get and that IHS gets, they are given to us by Congress, Sir, are you t- so
1: the overall pr- project itself, you know, Indian Health Service, the amount of money they get to spend in each service unit, whether it be like the Pioneer Service Unit or the Rosebud Service Unit or the Apache Service Unit, that amount is determined by Congress. Congress decides, you know, how much funding they're going to allocate to each service unit, and the service units divide that up based off of user population, um, you know, how many people see come to the facility you know, all those types of things. But that, that set amount is determined by Congress that isn't determined at the local level. But what happens is what we've seen, you know, all over the country is that for tribes who don't 638, you know, a lot of that funding gets spent, you know, on funding positions in area office, um, gets spent on government bureaucracy, you know, just all these little levels that it needs to go through before it actually reaches the community when you 638 a program you get that same amount that congress originally allotted for a service unit and that makes it all the way to the community without being picked apart or sampled from at the area office or at the regional office or even at the DC level you know tribes get that whole chunk of change and the major difference is is that it's managed by people on the ground who have the best access to the community and what the community needs and so that's, you know, it's allowed us to do a lot of cool things. You know, look at Behavioral Health. They do equine therapy now. Um, they do, you know, COI. That's a grant program. So that was additional funding that you can pursue under 638. They do, like, they went out and gathered traditional medicines. Um, they have a drum group on Fridays. They have talking circles. And that's a anti-suicide program. So that, you know, just looking at, you know, the ability to create new programming and appropriate programming for your community is one of the big options from 638. Now within that package of funding that comes from DC to the service unit a chunk of it is set aside for what's called purchase referred care. used to be called contract health and I don't know when they switched over to, to purchase referred care but that's a set amount of money and it's never enough it's never what it should be to fully provide for referrals for a community member. So say you come into the Oyate Health Center, you have a break that can't be dealt with there on campus. You need more care. You need advanced care or specialty care that isn't available. You get a referral from one of the providers that you need a higher level of care. They send you out. So the money that pays for that referral is called purchase referred care. And that's kind of a set amount of funds that, each service unit has to find a way to manage, has to find a way to stretch, have to find a way to optimize, so you can get as many patients as possible to the providers that they need. And under 638, we have other options to pursue grant funding, or you know, kind of leverage that money in different ways to make it stretch further. But you know that that fact that the feds have underfunded that program for so long puts all these service units in a in a bad spot. So Yate Health Center is working to build capacity in-house. So, you know, if we have a provider, you know, who specializes in those kind of breaks and we don't have to send them out to an outside provider. We could do that in-house. We don't have to spend those those purchase referred care dollars and that can be reserved for someone who has like a true medical emergency or you know something like that. So, you know, purchase referred care pays for anything that's not handled on campus. And the way the law is set up is that that purchase referred care dollars can only be spent on people who live in Pennington County, in that Chisda. Chisda is the area that that Trap City Service Unit provides care to, which basically means for PRC dollars. And Chisda is also determined by Congress. So, you know, you find someone who lives like in Spearfish, who's a, obviously a tribal member comes the Oyate Health Center, they can be seen for anything on we have on campus, x-rays or urgent care, or see our podiatrists, you know, something like that, but when they're referred out to somewhere else, you know, if they're not living within Pennington County, those PRC dollars can't be spent on them, on those individuals, and you know, it's not something that the Oyate Health Center has decided or that the, you know, Pine Ridge Service Unit has decided. That's been determined by
0: Congress, and they're the only ones that can change
1: con- change that is Congress.
0: So, and it's know. not like they won't receive care, though. They, these referrals will be sent on to their respected IHS service units and go go through the same PRC process as as it would OHC, right? You know that that's
1: obviously the plan. You know, and and so if you're from Pennington County, it's a responsibility of the house center to to cover that and provide for that and. Make sure that the referral gets processed and everything on that. But if you're not from within Pennington County, federal law really limits what the Oyate Health Center can do for those who are getting referred out. Again, you know, if you're an enrolled tribal member and eligible for IHS care, you can come to the Oyate Health Center any day of the week. You know, go to the urgent care, get seen by a doctor upstairs. You know, get your labs done. All those things that we do at the Oyate Health Center. Any individual who's eligible for IHS care can go because you know like when we started talking about the transition and Rosebud jumping on board yeah people jump on social media right away and start spreading rumors oh you know if you're not OST or Shine River or whatever else you can't go to the Oyate Health Center it's not true anyone who's eligible for IHS care can come to the Oyate Health Center and get care and get you know good care quality care in and out it's just whenever you get referred out it's when things kind of get more complicated and you know that's product of Congress and a product of the federal system that we're trying to improve and
0: overcome by 630 in this program. So it's not like we're changing the rules because we're, we're assuming the, the Rapid City Service Unit. These rules are the same as they were when it was IHS.
1: Absolutely. You know, IHS, you know, whether you go to Pine Ridge, you know, they have to do the same thing. You know, if you're an IHS eligible individual who goes to the Pine Ridge Hospital, but you're not, you know, you don't live uh, within their Chisda, which is kind of the reservation right there, are you're from another tribe, you know, it com- it plays out the same way. You know, their PRC dollars couldn't cover you, you know, and that's federal law. Which is, you know, but what we're looking at doing at the House Center is, you know, helping people get signed up for Medicare, Medicaid, helping people, you know, get access to third-party insurance, which is often free option at no cost, you know. And then for some people, you know, we're actually purchasing. You know, insurance for them, and so, you know, finding ways to improve on a on a broken PRC system or an adequate PR system that the feds, you know, forced on us, or you know, we are forced to inherit from the feds is ultimately the goal. You know, how do we provide care and provide you know services and funding for our people to get healthy, despite you know having to step over those hurdles that the feds have put on our our communities and our people through, you know, just systems that that been proven not to work and you know, been tried to be, you know, improved for decades, but, you know, it get to a point, you know, or the tribes have got to the point, especially in Rapid City and Pennington County saying, look, tired of waiting on the feds to try to get this right. You know, we have the know-how, you know, within our own communities to improve these systems. Let's jump ahead and let, let's do it. You know, give us what's owed to us through the, through the treaty and trust relationship and we can decide how to use those funds instead of being told by people in Aberdeen or people in D.C.,
0: And yeah, and I just want to kind of recap um, some of these things too. I know we kind of touched on them, but some of the, the, the health board rumors or the Oyate Health Center rumors, one of the main ones that I've been hearing a lot is that since there's not going to be an IHS in Rapid City anymore, those who don't live in Rapid or who may be visiting can't use the Oyate Health Center, which is completely untrue. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. That's
1: wrong, you know. Any I any facility that gets IHS dollars cannot turn away an IHS eligible individual. So if you're a tribal member or you're a descendant, you know you go to from Rapid, you go to Pine Ridge. You're eligible for direct care services there at the building. Same thing with Oyate Health Center. You know you come up from Pine Ridge on the weekend. Your kids are playing in a tournament down at Skills. You know they sprain an ankle pretty bad. They need to get it looked at. You can come up to the urgent care. Get looked at, in and out, two hours, no big deal, one hour, 45, you know, something like that, you know, you can be seen, and, and it's against the law for us to turn you away, and same way for any other. So you can go to the city, you know, there's IHS clinics in the city, and you're from here, you get hurt, you got to go in, you get looked at, anything direct care, you know, you're eligible to get, free of charge.
0: Yeah, yeah I went to one in, in California, It was a IHS, um, way up in the southern mountains of California. Um, and then another one, uh, you must have insurance to use OHC direct care. Yeah, no, that's, that's not true either. You know, I mean, you come into urgent care,
1: you don't need to have private insurance to, to be seen. You know, we, we help anyone who comes into the facility. We help them get signed up for Medicare, Medicaid. We help them get signed up for insurance, private insurance, if they want to go that route. But you're never, ever going to pay a copay. At Oyate House Center, ever not once, so if you see someone out there you're like, "Oh our people can't afford copays? or people you know we we understand that, and if someone has said that they've had to pay a copay at Oyate House Center, you know I'm buying your rooms and tickets for Al and I if you can <laughs> show me a you know show me a receipt that they went to Oyate House Center and paid a copay It just hasn't happened, it doesn't happen. Anyone who tells you that they did you know. Prove it, you know, come up, show, show us that, you know, we're taking care of your l i tickets and your rooms for next year, because I can guarantee it hasn't happened. We don't do that at the Yate House Center. Nobody pays a copay. Nobody has to have third-party insurance to be seen. But, you know, the reason why we want people to sign up for Medicare, Medicaid, and we want people to sign up for third-party insurance is that the next time they come in, you know, if they have insurance, you know, we can bill that insurance at no cost to the person, no cost to the individual. Insurance pays for their visit at the Oyate Health Center. You know, you get enough visits coming through, you get enough people signed up for these things, you know, it creates a revenue stream for the facility. And then what happens with that revenue is you use that revenue to buy more doctors, you know, hire more nurses, hire more, um, you know, purchase more equipment so that the next time that someone else comes in, you know we have capacity built up so where they don't get referred out. You know and it doesn't tap that PRC dollars, so then PRC dollars are always there for people who have true emergencies or something happens to them where they can't be seen at doyote Health Center. That there's funding there to cover them. But as far as paying a copay or having to have insurance at Doiyate Health Center, you know that's just just people talking. You know that happens sometimes. But you know that's the point of having a radio show. That's the point of. You know, doing outreaches so we can nip some of that stuff in the bud.
0: And if you just join us again, this is The Circle brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center. And we're just kind of discussing and recapping uh, purchase referred care PRC information and the assumption that's going to be taking place on February the 26th. Uh, So for our relatives that live within the the, uh, Pennington County or Rapid City, Chisda, uh, what should they expect? Come the 26th, for those who are still using the second floor IHS SUSAM?
1: So, you know, on the 26th, IHS is going to be leaving the campus. Their funding from IHS isn't leaving the campus. That is still, IHS still funds the project. But as far as providing direct care, our managing decisions, our making decisions on behalf of the people, IHS is stepping out of the way. Um, for the first two years of this project, Cheyenne river and OST were the only ones who were part of the 638 contract at the time Rosebud didn't feel comfortable. They wanted to see how things played out. So they stayed with the Indian Health service. And so the Indian Health service had a clinic on the second floor of the Susan campus within the Oyate health center. You know, I guess the Oyate health center umbrella, they had a small presence in December rosebud said you know we see how well things are going at the oyate health center we see we hear from patients about how much better it is we hear there's way less wait times we hear the staff's more friendly we think that it's hurting our people by keeping ihs on the campus and so they said we're going to join with the other two tribes in this 638 contract and so when rosebud said you know we're going to join up with the oyate Health center and join up with our other tribes to join this contract the Indian Health Service, you know, had nobody to serve on the campus, so they were going to be forced to leave. You know, funding stays from IHS, but direct care, managing care, they're leaving. So that second floor at the Oyate Health Centre, that's going to be absorbed into the larger Oyate Health Centre framework. And so that's going to open up space. Um, we've picked up providers from there nurses, other staff members who are working there, who will now be joining the Oyate Health Centre team. So in anticipation are, you know, kind of things, what to expect, you know, more space, more specialty clinics, more provi- more providers, quicker visits. Um, but one of the things that people are kind of curious about is how PRC will work. So if anyone who had a approved referral that was issued by the Indian Health Service, that's the responsibility of the Indian Health Service all the way until the 26th. Um, if you have a, uh, PRC referral that's approved after the twenty sixth at the Oyate Health Center, then Oyate Health Center is responsible for tracking that, and managing that, making sure that gets taken care of. But if you have anything issued from Indian Health Service prior to the twenty sixth, you know, they're gonna be your go to contact for that. But the confusion, you know, people a lot of people have confusion because there's two clinics up there. Now that Indian Health Service is gonna be leaving, you know, it's gonna be a fully tribally managed facility. You know, I think a lot of those problems, a lot of those issues are gonna gonna go away and you know, for the better, you know, this is the goal, create systems that are operated by our people and managed by our own people to prove that we can do it better than the feds. And the Oyate House Center has been proving that for the last two years with all the improvements that are up there and, you know, how happy the customer base is, you know, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, people who are complaining about the Oyate House Center don't even use the facility. And that's what drives me nuts because there's a lot of people getting really, really good care, quality care, getting taken care of in appropriate time and in an appropriate way. But a lot of times their, their experiences are getting overshadowed by loud people who don't use the facility and don't have those same experiences. So, you know, the numbers are, the numbers tell the story. Things are improving, you know, a thousand new people signed up, a thousand new patients signed up at the Oyate Health Center in December. You know, that's going to put the user count up over 23,000, looking at 23,000 people who are happy with the care that they're getting. And then compare that to, the, you know, the people who, group together on Facebook or, you know, come together to kind of share in each other's misery, you know, when there's a handful of them at 23,000 happy patients, I think those numbers tell the story.
0: Absolutely. And if you have any questions on the purchase referred care, uh, give them a call here at 605-355-2500. And again, uh, Brandon mentioned it a little bit just to kind of recap on that too. If you are uh, an IHS, uh, patient on the second floor and you receive a bill, um, for a a referral done prior to the 26th of February, uh, those must be submitted to the Great Plains Area IHS. Uh, You can give them a call at 605-226-7286 or at 605-226-7405. That's the Great Plains Area IHS. Um, Yeah, and then a couple of things, um, some events that we want to kind of touch on that I kind of thought was a cool thing. We always talk about the equine therapy. They're going to have a uh, event uh, for the month of February, the Hearts and Horses event sponsored by the Oyate Health Center Behavioral Health. All are welcome to the free horse uh, healing event, interact with horses and participate in trauma healing activities. This activity is a part of the Great Plains Tribal Opioid Response and Prevention and Recovery efforts. Um, And that's going to be located at 3315 South Valley Drive in Rapid City, South Dakota. And for more information on that, give them a call at 605-718-5095. And some um a lot of job announcements with the assumption. Kind of go over that with us too if you want to do the job announcement one.
1: Oh yeah, so we have some ads running online right now. We have all kinds of positions open at the House Center. And that's going to kind of be the trend going forward for the next couple of years as we move into the new facility. And, you know, so um, looking for good work, you're looking for good benefits, you're looking for, you know, your insurance, what else comes with your retirement, dental, uh, dental um, 10 hours of, you know, um, PTO every two weeks, competitive.
0: It's 12 paid
1: 12 paid holidays, competitive pay, you know, come join us at the Yate Health Center and at the Great Plains Travel Leaders Health Board. It's a great place to work. It's a great work environment. You know, you always have opportunity. So, you know, what I also, I found out, you know, about working at the health board is if you want to go back to college, they're going to give you eight hours a week to pursue those goals. You know, so you, some of you work for masters, some of you working for your bachelors, um, some other type of, uh, what is it, what do they call this? Continued education yeah, or advanced education, education, something like that. You know, the, the health board and Yate health center is, is more than happy to accommodate your goals to improve your, you know, your education level or, you know, your, your capacity as a, as a employee. So right now, you know, if you're a nurse practitioner, we have to open, um, our director of our prevention programs, disease prevention programs, um, it's a full-time job. Budget analyst, chief finance officer. What else we got there? Health educator, um, program coordinator for GP Tech. Um, That's the Great Plains Tribal Epidemiology Center. So if you're into fighting diseases like cancer, um, STDs, you have a program that does that. Um, Colorectal cancer, um, early child maternal health all those types of, of epi deep epidemiology rooted programs. You can join in there and, 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 and participate in that. So, you know, it's exciting. Um, one health notice health note that we probably need to put out there on a the radio, oh, right. which is kind of, you know, we don't usually use the radio show for this type of thing, but we probably should, there's a public health update that we've had a, you know, our epidemiology center sent out a notice and an alert, um, last week that we're looking at like a, what, like a thousand percent rise in syphilis cases in, in Western South Dakota or something like that. I think you have the numbers handy. Yeah. It
0: looks like, uh, yeah, it's like 1,183% increase in syphilis cases over the last year. And so,
1: you know, and, and which is kind of scary, you know, and we do, pre, we do disease prevention at the, at the Great Plains Tribal Epidemiology Center, so just something to keep in mind out there that syphilis rates are starting to jump through the roof. Um, I think you got a note from the epicenter. You, you want to read them stats real quick?
0: All right, so yeah, syphilis cases are increasing at alarming rate. We talked about the 1,183% increase in the cases across South Dakota over, over the last year. And of course, tribal uh, communities such as ours are, are some of the hardest hit uh, with the majority of the cases, again, being um, amongst natives. Uh, so syphilis, again, is a sexually transmitted infection that can cause serious illness and even death if not treated. So syphilis can be prevented, and it can be treated, and it can be cured. Uh, testing is the best way to identify, treat, and prevent this illness. So call your provider today or visit your local tribal health facility facility to get tested uh, for the syphilis and other sexually transmitted infections. This is especially important if you are pregnant or thinking of becoming pregnant as untreated syphilis can have fatal consequences uh, for your unborn child. Uh, so if you want more information on that, you can go to cdc.gov uh, slash STD forward slash syphilis to learn more about preventing, treating, and curing that deadly disease. And uh, again, if you have any information that you want to hear here on the circle, or if there's any updates that you need, or rumors that need to be addressed, or if you just want to, you know, tell us what you think uh, about your care, about the, the services that are offering here at Oyate Health Canada and the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board, give us a call at 605-721-1922. Uh, anything else you want to add before we take we off, Brandon? You know, to be an exciting time this next year or so, and
1: going forward, Rosebud joining Oglala Sioux Tribe and the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe in this effort to improve healthcare in Pennington County. Last two years, Oyate Health Center, the work that's been going on out there, proving that this model works, proving that things can be better than what the status quo has been for a lot of years, you know, for decades in our communities. But, you know, the growing pains that come with, you know, anything new has been there, and... The criticism that comes with it has been unfounded, but it's been there. But going forward, you know, it's going to be exciting. So any questions you have on 638, any questions you have on this process, the health board, you know, Yate Health Center has been through it. We've experienced a lot of things this year and can provide a lot of answers to any questions that you or your community might have on a 638 process and on improving health care, you know, for our relatives, whether on reservation or off reservation. So be sure to reach out.
0: All right, we thank you for listening. So, Brandon, and, and for myself, this has been The Circle, brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center, right here on Keeley Radio.